0: Cheers. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Um, Actually Comics for December 13th of 2023. What? My name is Tristan, and I am joined today, as always, by Bob, who is Literally very low on this camera. He's almost looks like a yeah, muppet. It's, it's very high up. I it is, Honestly, it's it not, not that I'm low. I'm in the same place that I'm I always sorry, am. Here, let's let's demuppetize the camera you. is high. I'm sorry, it, you, you were overly muppeted. I apologize. Am I, am I now better? You're, you're considerably less muppety, Fantastic. and also at the same time, we're in the Wild West or what uh, <laughs> what Hollywood believes Mexico looks like, uh, <laughs> and I, also
1: uh, Iran. Yes, and, exactly. Like, any Middle Eastern country.
0: We have we put ourselves. In sepia tone, it's uh it's it's We're old. In the desert. This is a very oldie, timey podcast today. Hmm. Um, I'm so, cool with it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I could not get a, I couldn't get a light balance to save my life, as you can tell by how washed out this uh comic looks. I apologize. We're gonna fix this lighting issue someday. We're gonna get a little more hmm. professional about this. I only have two. Are we lights.
1: getting sepia tone comics as well? uh We are.
0: These uh, comics I mean, are from 1980, 1880,
1: 191880, 191880
0: way in the future but uh but things go back to old timey looking anyway uh you know what speaking of an old timey comic something from that started way back in the 1930s a little something called action my comics it's good it's good 1060 it's 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 good it's fine it's 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 not like
1: it's not like the best comic you ever read in your life but it's fine
0: Wait, what is the best comic I ever read in my life? I don't know what the best one you read
1: in your life. For me, the best one I ever read in my life was, I don't know, Invisible's number
0: three. Wow. I like that
1: one where he gets to pigeon Okay. I like that one a lot. It's very beautiful.
0: Nice. All right. I'll 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 give you that. <laughs> uh, Adam's Family, Charlatan's Web. I liked this a lot. Yeah, I liked I the first, particularly
1: fun. the first story, and it was yeah. very good. Uh, yeah. And it was interesting how they managed to, like homage the charles adams style but also like do a unique kind of newer style
0: i agree Uh, i think i think it's interesting the storytelling is it's a difficult thing to do it's a difficult thing to to touch on the adams family because there's something so special about it when it's done right right and i think in this case uh one of the things that i think that they do absolutely perfectly Uh, and that people can overdo because he's the most interesting character. Everybody always wants to have Uncle Fester Mm. front and center in all these things, but they do exactly what you need to do when you have Uncle Fester, which is, he walks through the panel, says something fucking obscure, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And then you don't see him again for a really long time. And that's really great. That's cool. like that shows just such a really great con- like uh, understanding of the character. And I
1: think also like maybe taking a cue from the Wednesday series, but I don't really know uh, much of the deep lore of Adam's family stuff. But like focusing on the greater world that they inhabit, and then having the Adam's family play off that. Yes. Um, was very smart and, and also there's kind of like a
0: weird it's a body snatchers riff
1: yeah like a stepford wives kind of thing
0: a puppet masters if you want to sure. be very specific so many to different the, to the original material for the first uh mm-hmm. taking over people's consciousness is story mm. all right um <coughs> sorry i just read puppet masters for the first time and i'm fucking obsessed i never read it It is so much better than I ever imagined because I saw the Donald Sutherland movie before I read the book Hmm. and after reading it like I think this is probably like the third time I've referenced it on a podcast and I'm just like but it is like it's stuck in my brain. Hmm. I've read like five books since then and it's still just like who read it. Uh, Robert Heinlein, oh, okay. same guy that wrote *Starship Troopers* and *Stranger in oh. a Strange Land* and all of those sorts of things. All right. So it's it's like it definitely has different levels, and it's one of those weird things where it's it's one of those metaphorical concepts that you think is a like a staunch liberal concept, and then you're like, no, I think he's coming at it from a really conservative standpoint, and then you're and you can't quite huh pinpoint where he's coming from and i find that fascinating just from usually when you see something someone has a point to get across yeah and like with starship troopers it's when it was done by uh you know what's his name robocop guy of course Verhoeven. When, he made the, when paul verhoven made the movie he was like people are terrible i want everyone to see that america is just the worst place on earth and it's full of assholes yeah <laughs> it's like and i mean he did it
1: in one scene I mean, the did, one scene, though, in that movie with Doogie Howser, where he puts his hand on the bug and he's like, what's it feeling? A, yeah, it's afraid. And then the way they all cheer, thats like, that's, that's the scene, right? I there. mean,
0: there's, there's a hundred of those in that movie. Yeah, God, that I movie do love is a goddamn movie. brilliant so piece good. of work. So good. Love it. Anyway, you know what else I love? What? I love the alternates by the world of minor threat.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's
0: fine. It's not actually the world of minor threat. If it was the world of minor threat, <laughs> minor threats, you would, uh, of course not be able to I drink mean, near it. And instead you're allowed to drink near it. Oh,
1: because of the teetotaling.
0: Uh, because yes, because, uh, he's a person just like you, but he's got better things to do than sit around and fuck his head, hang out with the living dead. Yes. White shit up his nose, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera, Yes. Because he's got straight edge. Yes. That's the, that's the moral that's of the, the story. That's the story of the minor <laughs> threat. <laughs> story of the moral. Uh, We got American Psycho. That is number two of this, of this series that I thought was going to be a flash in the pan and no one was going to pay attention to it. And boy, did people latch onto this thing. What more did you need to say in American Psycho? It didn't feel like this was something that needed any more. Some uh, things people
1: just are so obsessive about. Like it always catches me by surprise too. I would have thought that this would be no big deal. But Uh, MBD as they say.
0: NBD. You should uh, copyright that.
1: Yeah, remember the Bojack Horseman joke with BD Wong? NBD. No, <laughs> <way>. <laughs> It's one of my favorite in Bojack. My what wife and it? I. Would. It's no big deal in that it doesn't have BD. I, I'm butchering the joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All I Wong. know is that uh, everything, everything in that series made me depressed. Yeah, um, it's so good though. Batman and Robin caged like animals. Yeah. In Issue number four of this series that I I have gone on record as saying I don't get it. And I don't. I yeah, I don't will. get
1: this one either. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I just <laughs> It it's just not my feels thing.
0: extra. Extra. Uh, Batman and the Joker, the deadly duo, but unplugged. Speaking make of it extra, it unplugged.
1: this is the, the definition of extra. There's a couple comics that are sort of the definition of extra this week.
0: Yeah, but I mean, unfortunately, the reason that this is not extra is because... The whole point of this is the Mark Silvestri artwork. Right, right, right. right, I, like, right, right every right. other part of it is what's superfluous. Yeah, probably you could have just
1: like ignored it completely, except for it did, yeah. just gotten this, if that's the thing you are into. Exactly. Did you
0: read this? Uh, Batman, The City of Madness? Yeah. I have not, no.
1: There is a one-page deal in there that is one of the fucking craziest Batman things I've seen in a long time. Really?
0: Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed- It uh, involves the ventriloquist one of my favorites yeah yeah it's <laughs> and his it's little buddy Scarface
1: genuinely disturbing awesome like genuinely disturbing to me personally I was like whoa you thought of that <laughs> all right <laughs> I like it I uh,
0: yeah yeah I, it's
1: pretty good actually I, I mean chose, it's not my thing I
0: chose my Batman book this week and I think I did okay because huh. I enjoyed the one that I chose all right and I, I'm curious which one and it was. you know City of Madness obviously should have been the one that was more up my alley because I am a horror person, I think, and I like I like the Lovecraftian nonsense.
1: I think I will, I would, I would, I will recommend City of Madness as a trade. But man, uh, in that number two, there is a there is an image in there that's like, man, that is like no one's done that before. Wow.
0: Okay. Uh, but there is also uh, Raphael Grandpa's Batman, the Gargoyle of Gotham,
1: definitive Commissioner Gordon. Like, there's never been like a David Mazuicelli. Vermazu kelly however you say it sorry like that's previous to this has been the definitive jim gordon this is like how i envision jim gordon from now on i actually really like the uh gargoyle of gotham is cool
0: there's there's something to this uh i'm only flipping it just now Uh, do you want me to find the thing and show it to you this christian ward thing uh the city of madness uh that i find here's the problem uh, I I have strong feelings about Lovecraft. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of different ways, uh, but one of the things that I do not like about the popularization, of, okay, I do really like that. <laughs> That's it's pretty stuff. fucked up, right? It's good stuff. I like it. Um, I don't like so the entire concept behind a lot of these elder gods in the Lovecraft thing. One of the big tenets of what makes them terrifying. Aside from the fact that they, that they see us as bugs and just don't even notice our existence. They're just, we're, they're, they are the embodiment of a cruel universe that doesn't give a fuck, Hmm. but also they are so immense and so complex and their geometry is so of another dimension and world that we can't conceive of it and it breaks our minds. Hmm like it's non euclidean geometry and these these concepts that just do not make sense and it literally drives people insane hence the the concept city of madness based on the the lovecraftian it's driving you insane with its horror and then you get these like lovecraft things and it's like you can undo it so easily that's why so lovecraft should only be handled by lovecraft in my own opinion Is because it's so easy for people to be like, Hey, look, a Cthulhu. Fuck him. I'm gonna shoot it. And it's like, stop. No. Yeah, like, like
1: once the Cthulhu shows up, it's all just over. Right, exactly. Especially like, like, color like, out of space. Kinda. When you when you Except get... for that even kinda of puts it back in the box a little exactly. bit.
0: Exactly. It does. But uh but in this case, you know, you have Nightwing quipping at Cthulhu and it's like Well, okay. in
1: this is like I think it's doing slight like a slightly different thing. Now granted sure. like I did not like full weeds read this yeah, yeah. thing. I just like looked through every page and was kind of like, okay, that's a, it's it, the second issue was more interesting to me than the first one, but really it was that shit with the ventriloquist that I oh was my like, damn, that like that. that's pretty crazy. Um, but, no, and they're, they're doing but it's a good too, job. It's but... too court of owls is the thing yep. that I have a problem with it. It's I just, just like, that. I just don't enjoy that concept very much.
0: But the, the end personally. of the story is that I find, uh, gargoyle of gotham to be kind of a delightful story yeah i think it's really well told oh shit and the art is just beautiful and it is very it's very strong it's just a very strong batman story yeah you know what (laughs) here i'm just gonna put it up here
1: oh man it makes you so
0: happy Uh, does it does it, does it make me laugh in a way that it's like oh i got taken okay all right you did it, you fucking. No, I
1: mean it's the same comic with like one, one different panel. page, but that's all it ever was. <laughs> they mean they never said it wasn't that. Like it's uh you always knew that's what it was. Did I? Yeah. I mean, I thought. I that, mean, I've seen that page before.
0: Oh really? I thought yeah. that they literally had more in the vault that they weren't. I like, I knew that no, that is ex- no,
1: no. It's like literally, it ends the same shitty racist way that it ended before. Like oh it's my like God. it's super dumb. And I
0: forgot how racist it was. That's yeah, pretty bad. I forgot. I mean. It is it's weird because it's one of those inexplicably racist things where you know how like people the the, the saying about pornography, the you know, I know it when I see it. Mm. Um, this is like that. Like I don't even think I can actually explain why this is racist, but I'm a hundred percent sure it is. Well it's weird because <laughs> DC
1: like sort of like plays it fast and loose with that stuff by having places like Kurak yeah, yeah. and like fake countries. But that was fucking whereas Ayatollah this one Khamenei. is like yeah, no, this one is like Iran. It's yeah. like it's not like pretending to be a fake country it's like yep. it's wearing it's like cultural insensitivity at best yes. on its sleeve but you do get that panel halfway through the comic that you never saw that's just like I'm a big I'm a sucker for a happy Batman panel. I just like I am, and Batman's never been happier than he's in that one panel. Happier. There's never been a Batman panel he where looks he's like happier. he's
0: insane. He looks completely insane. Yeah,
1: I mean maybe in the '50s, like he was pretty happy. That's true. A lot of the time, he, but like you know, post Neil Adams. Batman's usually never
0: usually he wasn't happy wearing the batman outfit even back then like usually yeah. it was like bruce wayne who was like having a party and chuckling about nah, the there's like
1: events. the the we were talking last week about the zur like that one panel i love that where he's like holding the bat radio at the end and he's like beaming like he's mm-hmm. just like yeah i did have an interstellar adventure it's fucking great yep yep oh, anyway
0: god speaking of things i like there's a lot of batman books this week and i i hate that there are so many batman books yeah however
1: that said however you get the last panel of this which I is the best thing i've read so much in a DC of book.
0: what so much of what's been coming out i'm really enjoying and this silent night comic is so fun it's uh, so freaking fun i can't no, i you, can't get over it did you read, read I, this? I flipped it flipped it flip flipped it
1: these three panels, the last three okay, panels in I'll, the comic.
0: You know what? While we're on air, I'm literally <laughs> going to do this. I'm so sorry. It's so good. <laughs> it's that amazing. Is genius. It's amazing. That is Jeff Parker is a, is
1: brilliant, I and I love it. I love it. That
0: is the most Superman moment I've yep. ever read in my life. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's so good. It's just like cuts right to the heart of the character. Fuck. Perfect. God.
0: Chef's kiss, Jeff Parker. What yeah, there's the fuck, there.
1: Man. This it, this week had some weird stuff, but it had some great moments. Like there's some comics that were kind of like overall maybe kind of average, but like just had like stellar moments in them. Anyway, yes. Now there's a facsimile of Year One Part Two.
0: There's a facsimile of Year One Part Two. I'm going to show you that for two seconds. Look at that. There you go. Take a look at that. But yeah. uh, what's re- really more important is that you oh. can get this big and crunchy uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> in an ad on the back, which Wait, is I'm gonna hand you something. Cool. So
1: there were no copies of this, so you have to use this one. Oh
0: yeah, we pulled them just in case it sold out. Yeah, because I was we were a little worried. So that that one is new, on but more.
1: like that's the second print. Sure. But like we'll
0: do uh, this. Here's beneath the trees where nobody sees. In games without frontiers, uh, number one. Oh, reprint. New cover. New cover. And here we go, part two. If you liked the part one, you're gonna so, like part two.
1: I hated part one, but I was like, maybe there's something here. And uh, also, you got to give me that one back because I—that's the one I bought. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I am totally on board with this comic now. Number two
0: interesting number two
1: I, took the ball and ran with no. it to an extent that i was like okay like i'm into this like i didn't like, I bother didn't, checking it out. they went ham with the uh, uh to coin a coin phrase um <laughs> they, they went ham with the vivisection in the first issue and i was kind of like this is not my bag this is not what i want but then they did stuff in this issue that was much more subtle and much more interesting um and i'm into it I think it's good.
0: I'm surprised you bought this. Um, so here's uh, here is Birds of Prey uncovered.
1: Yes, which has one page of content from Leah Romero and Kelly Thompson, which that's would you, uh, you know, in a in a lighter week, I would be like, okay, that's enough, but not this week. Wait. And then it's just a bunch of pinups. It's
0: you, just, oh oh you you're talking about uh, Beneath the Trees.
1: No, I'm talking about Birds of Prey. So you want on, this back. Yeah, that's Oh one.
0: I was I was thinking that you were talking about, no, Birds about Birds of Prey. I was like, I can't believe that you bought that. Okay. No, I go. did not buy that.
1: Although the one page with new content is actually pretty that is good. Pretty cool. Other than that, it's just a bunch of covers.
0: <laughs> and here's the spoiler from last last time that Blade was out. I really enjoyed it. Oh, there he is. It's it's the spoiler of the last page of He's Blade hanging with Drax. He's hanging with Dracula and I love that they gave Dracula his uh, his sweet tomb of Dracula uh, logo. But I love it. I like this story. I I like this Blade run. I think it's really fun.
1: Would you say it's a Blade runner? Uh,
0: I would say that by reading it, I myself am a You're blade, a blade runner. runner. Yes. sorry uh,
1: I, I I botched the joke, <laughs> but you've you 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 phoned you've you brought it back home.
0: I phoned it back in. Um okay, here is Captain America versus the Emissary. I don't know what that is. It's just the guy who fights. The guy who fights. Uh damn them all. Hmm. Danger Street them all. <sighs> Danger Street. <laughs> Dickens is of
1: danger State. I waited twelve issues to decide I hated it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah. Perfect no, timing. No, I
1: mean I actually did decide I hated it multiple times throughout the run, but then As it, it a, kept being really good at like at different times, so I was like, this is good. Wait, no, it's bad. It was like almost like issue to issue. But the final run, the final, the final stick the landing was
0: like pfft. Yeah. It's very <laughs> As, as a reviewer for, for a podcast, to, to be like, you know, at issue 12, it sucked. Sorry, I told everyone to buy it. It's funny because it reminds me so much of, uh, as a subscriber to Fangoria in the 80s, they would always pull this thing where the month before, it would be like this We're on set with the best horror movie you've ever seen. (laughs) This is going to be the greatest. We've seen it, and we know how good it is, and you've got to check it out. And then the next month is like, what a stinker. Can you believe (laughs) that pile of garbage? Who would ever recommend something like that? Hey, Fangoria, you fucking did. In in my (laughs) defense,
1: there were parts of Danger Street that were enjoyable. It's just overall, the whole thing was...
0: You need more Dingbats in your Danger Street. Aren't Honestly, you?
1: had there been more Dingbats, I probably yeah. would have had a stronger opinion, uh, favorable. Yes. of it. Had there been more, I, I, there were aspects... I mean, whatever. It's not worth talking about. There's so many more comics.
0: Well, there's Daredevil, and it's a tie into Gang War.
1: Yeah, I didn't give a shit about that.
0: Uh, there's Dark Spaces Dungeon, which, as we've said before, is basically the, the best of this ongoing. It's got a good artist. It does, and it's can't remember. It turns out that this thing that you know this this is like late in the series thing is what's kind of turning me around on the whole series nice um that's cool is it as cool as twas the might before christmas
1: there were enough good stories in this that i had to bring it home as a fan of dumb christmas superhero comics like i i, I was I, gonna buy I mean, this probably no matter what but there were actually some really good ones in there yeah um the bat might story actually was not my favorite of them but um the teen titans one was really good except for the odd fact that cyborg just like isn't a cyborg in it for some reason he's just like a kid um but i liked that and i, I do think they they need to do more stuff with the classic like go titans um
0: oh, agree. the
1: harley quinn amethyst team up was good um, the Lex Luthor night before Christmas was a gem where like, it was just cool to see Luthor and Constantine. Yes. Who I'm going to say Constantine. I, I just like, I know it's not right, but I don't care. Um, just and as then, you
0: finally got me to start saying Constantine. Yeah, you're no, gonna, you're going to revert back.
1: Okay. No, I'll say Constantine. Okay. Uh, then there's a good Superman Christmas one that reminds me of that Paul Chadwick story that was in an oh older my one. God. Um, just kind of like a classic. And classic. then what else is, Oh, and then the like, Big gay Christmas one with Extrano from the New Guardians and a Bunker from the Teen Titans and every other DC gay character
0: who all hang out at a party at the
1: end. And then there's a Batman story.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, we've got Detective Comics. This is not bad. This is the one with Jesus in it, I guess. Mm, maybe. From the cover. Uh, Earth Divers, 1776. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it feels heavy metal. Woohoo! Uh Earth divers to faceless in the family.
1: I like faceless in the family. It's a good art comic.
0: Yes. I, if you were to ask me what is happening in this book, I would not be able to answer. It's your a group
1: of uh, post-apocalyptic uh, like survivors and they're going on a quest uh, together. They kind of like one of them leaves and they're trying to, it's so basically they're living on a world where it's just a giant hand and each finger is a different city and they have to go into the different cities to get something they need to survive.
0: Perfect. But it's an art comic. That's, honestly, is that, a, is, definitely that is an, an art comic. awful lot more than I got out of it. So
1: No, it's great. The art's great. Look, it is. I like it. It's very yeah. trippy.
0: Just like Green Lantern, number six.
1: Ooh, man. Sinestro is a Red Lantern now.
0: <laughs>
1: Spoiler. Oh, boy. You know, that's, if that's a thing that you're excited about, you've got the comic for you.
0: Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So good. Yeah. It focuses
1: on Mantis. I love the deal with uh, Mantis. Uh,
0: more Mantis all the time.
1: Yeah, no, it's great. She's like pulling different versions of herself from all the different multiverses. So like when she's fighting, she'll be like all these different versions of Mantis. It's really cool. Actually, it's good. And there's like a cool Drax moment in it too.
0: That is a very smart use of Mantis and her particular set of skills. Yep. I think it's cool. Uh, Here is this book that I have not read a single issue of. I don't know a goddamn thing about and it doesn't seem to be selling very well. Hopefully that's not my fault by not reading it. I'm sorry. It Mm -hmm. is called A Haunted Girl. Mm. But it is also by Z Comics, which means that it's just some rock star that wrote it. So I assume it's not that good.
1: I, I flipped through it and it didn't nothing really jumped out at me.
0: Uh, so House of Slaughter with probably the weakest cover of the week, I would say. Uh, that is a just like, I mean, I guess the point is that it looks like a child drew it, but mm. it looks like a child drew it. Not very yeah. good. Uh, invasive. Here's one. Did you read it? I did. Um, Gross. <laughs> there's there's definitely some gross stuff in this uh some very good character design yeah i'm i'm really into so this is a thing that like Colin bunn being a horror fan he's really he's borrowing super heavy from phantasm here but he's not wrong the gravers are the best part of phantasm like the the coolest element that has that was never really shown anything about was you got the tall man he's got the weird spheres but in the background you've got these like six foot five dudes wearing the rubber aprons that work in the in in the mausoleum and they wear gas masks and they're dead Mm. and like if you pull their gas masks off they die or something you know they're they're really weird their mythology is not really very clear and they're just kind of in the background, and these basically are gravers from Phantasm. Hmm. The it's like it's a weird surgeon. It's like a Doctor Giggles type. Yeah, and he's got a bunch of gravers. He's got. I mean, it's three definitely guys.
1: like a big surgery angle. Yes. Like, so it's like all these people that are like um addicted to like fucking themselves up surgically, and then like this.
0: Hospital. Yes. That, like, uh, well, that, and like, that's why like, I think Phantasm, surgeons, because that, it looks like, more like it looks more like the mausoleum from Phantasm too. Yeah. Like, I've, a I've lot actually of never seen
1: Phantasm. Good.
0: Watch fucking Phantasm <laughs> as soon as you can. That is the first phantasm you absolutely have to see. It is a delight. Okay. It makes, do not try to make it make any sense because phantasm literally it's based on the concept of a phantasm where it doesn't make sense. Like, like a phantasmagoria. Okay. Like it's not, it is not a sensible plot in any stretch of the imagination. So just let it wash over you he's and enjoy. Soho praises. down to
1: Brighton, the silver ball. He's got to play them all. <laughs> He's a, he's a pinball
0: wizard. It's, it's a sequel to Tommy. Uh <laughs> it went in a really interesting direction. Imagine if the Acid Queen took over and just redid Tommy from the base up. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh no, but really do. Phantasm is, is a delight. Phantasm 1, if you want to see a great, really well-done independent film that is a cool, spooky idea, And part two, if you want to see a later era Freddy Krueger style bad movie with lots of expensive effects and a guy that makes a shotgun with four barrels okay
1: <laughs> i mean you could, you could always use three more yeah two absolutely more it's pretty
0: more. fun it's pretty fun have you ever uh, done it
1: for your fun box monster podcast we did
0: we did all of the phantasm movies uh, we did like one through six so you could have
1: me on as a guest oh but you've already done
0: it i'm sorry but you should see it all right. anyway okay cool uh kill more yep it's somebody who kills more they got a King. nice thick-ass henry rollins neck too <laughs> um maybe that's how they kill people i don't know because i haven't been reading it you know, who else, you know who else has a big, thick Henry Rollins neck? Luke Lucas Cage. Cage.
1: I did not like this comic. I thought it was actually pretty poorly illustrated.
0: Oh, that's too bad. I liked the first one. Fine. Mm. I thought the first one was fun. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of them getting together a super team in the middle of this, like, you know, it's Gang it's a war. very nice street level, like, superheroes are outlawed, which it's been done a million times. Yeah. But it's also, it's kind of fun when this happens. I think Luke Cage is outfit sucks yeah it's a
1: really bad it, costume design it,
0: there's something about it where it's like i get the idea that what they're doing is making an homage to like uh to if what's his, his name? mf doom but if his goal but, is
1: to not be recognized as the mayor of new york luke cage like he's done a very very bad, oh, bad job although we do live in a new york city i guess where daredevil is like revealed to be bat murdoch and then all of a sudden it's like hey actually it wasn't me and everybody's like oh okay yeah i guess it wasn't
0: yes and no one will ever know who danny rand is because he's wearing an iron fist (laughs) t-shirt he's like i'm just one of the many iron fist fans that wears this iron fist shirt yeah and uses an iron fist as a weapon actually he doesn't use it anymore he he no longer has has his iron fist fist They took it away that, that went to his to his protege that little girl in that last series Okay. Oh, and and swordsman. So there are two of them. There's a little girl who has the iron fist, and I think the swordsman now has the, the swordsman, iron. like Hawkeye. No, not swordsman. The soor- fuck. Sorry. Uh, what's the name of the swordmaster? Is I don't that know, it? Swordmaster. The the Asian character from that. Okay. From Agents of Atlas. Series. I did. I
1: didn't realize that that Danny no longer had the iron. Yeah, fist. Yeah,
0: it got taken away at some point. Taken You Doinked. know they because that dude from. Uh, the Game of Thrones ruined it for everybody (laughs) Uh, the Prince of Flowers or whatever his name is
1: I don't know I didn't watch Game of Thrones
0: well there's a game and there's Thrones yep Uh, Mad Magazine it's one of the maddest magazines you're going to find on the shelves it's fine jack davis
1: has a cool drawing of a horse in it that made me laugh
0: (laughs) there is a really (laughs) funny drawing of a horse in there uh i will honestly almost worth the price of admission just for the funny horse drawing. yeah the
1: horse it's like a gag where like it's all making fun of ads the whole mash of mad that's the theme so there's some classics
0: yes it's it's a lot of old and a mad
1: men parody
0: i get it (laughs) because of mads mickelson yes. who's the good owner of mads, Ma- mads mickelson good good old mads mickelson the publisher of mad magazine yes. uh we've got marvel zombies number three with just a delightful freaking cover i love this i yeah. love this b cover the peach mocha cover okay. yeah and peach mocha has a story inside yes she does uh i think she's had a i don't know how she churns out 40 pages a day but she seems to mm. like 10 covers a week I don't know. Nor do I. Excuse me. I will excuse you. Please excuse uh, me. Masterpiece number one. I was much
1: better than I expected it to be.
0: I agree. Um, I'm I'm a sucker for the fact that she's a skateboarder, but uh, nice. But it's also you know it's. Would I say that it's that much different than like if you took Runaways and made it a like a single person without superpowers? Well, not really, but yeah.
1: I don't know. I mean, it would be a good TV show. It would be a good, I mean, that's um, obviously like, what's going on. yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's nice that it's a Bendis thing that is decent and you don't have to have read like 400 right. before yeah, it. Yeah. It's just like, you could just kind of jump in and it was fine. Yeah. It no. was fine. And the Alex Maleev art is good. And it was nothing, I could not say anything negative about this comic
0: book. Perfect. I, yes, I, I, in fact, very much enjoyed it too. So, uh, Miles Morales, gang war tie in. Yep. Moon Knight, guess what happens to Moon Knight in this issue? That's right, he gets a pony.
1: Yes, the final panel is like, make that comic, please. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make so that comic.
0: There, there is a reveal. I, I think that everyone is well aware that this is the death of Moon Knight issue, yeah. and, uh, and the team that comes out of the rubble looks so fucking cool that yeah. I am very pleased with this plan.
1: Eightball and Tigra on oh. a team? Done. Yes. So give, it, good. give it to me, I'll buy it
0: operation sunshine the story with the gremlins it's got a lot of gremlins in it yeah uh the outsiders number two i
1: liked it because it prominently features the challenges of the unknown um and i like the effect that dc is still like oh yeah these guys exist
0: that's nice yeah it's it's fine
1: it's like this weird actually there's like there's a pretty cool um they're really going for that planetary riff you know like of just like yeah here's a graveyard of undersea behemoths kind of thing. Um, But it it was fine. I I don't, I actually don't hate this outsider series. The only thing I really don't like about it is that it's called outsiders because it is definitely not an outsiders comic. It's just like, what else are you going to call it? I guess. I don't know.
0: Interesting. Okay. So here is, here is the, uh, the potential jump the shark issue of phantom road. Yeah. This is the one that is either going to win you over or lose you forever. I am in the it won me over. Interesting.
1: I dropped the book a couple issues ago even though I like I I enjoyed it. It just wasn't like over the top in terms of like what Until I'm bringing home this issue. And then this did not sell
0: me. Really? No. Oh, I love it. I yeah. think I think this is an interesting You movie. know
1: how I feel about those types of things. I don't want to say.
0: Okay, cuz it's a I, spoiler. I don't. So I'm I'm actually uh-huh curious if we're talking about the same thing, uh, mascot costumes? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, not okay. Th- then we're talking about something else. We'll not spoil it. Uh, another great issue of Punisher. Yeah, thought it was really fun. If you're looking for a Punisher book, this gives you everything <laughs> you wanted. If you're if you're
1: looking for a Punisher fighting the uh, what are those guys called? The eight balls of crime? No, they're oh called like the what are they called? The, um, the oddballs or something like that. No they they have shit. a name.
0: They do. I can't remember what they're called. Hawkeye fights him. Yes, they're, they're in the eighties. It's great because they have Guy Gardner Warrior on their team too. <laughs> oh no, that's
1: the that that guy is um, from Daredevil.
0: I am I am aware. It's just shotgun. Time.
1: His name is literally shotgun, no, and his arms are I shotguns.
0: Mean, they do call him that at some point, but he's. He has no. he has the Guy Gardner warrior powers. Yeah, but he what's makes, his name they, He makes though. the weapons.
1: He does. He has gun arms that become guns. Oh my god! I thought god. his name was shotgun.
0: It's not.
1: I'm shit. gonna Google it. You keep going, and I'll Google it.
0: Uh and they're also called the Night Shift. That's the name of the. The
1: Night teams. Shift, but yeah, they're called themselves the Night Shift in this, but the characters on it are from the like the the oddballs, like the like the okay. goofball ball themed. Like one of them is like cue ball or like something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I can't tons of balls. Uh we got Quick Stops Volume Two Number One with a delightful uh uh movies uh watchmen parody cover, which is actually honestly pretty good. Uh let's see, Radiant Black. Radiant Black. Rogue Sun and one of my favorite teenage witches, a little lady named Sabrina. She's having a holiday special. Which holiday is it? Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker. Yeah, yeah. From uh, from fucking uh, Moon Knight. Daredevil. Moon Knight. His first appearance was Moon Knight number one. Really? Yes. I believe. Believe that is true. No, Bushmaster is the Bushmaster.
1: That's, master, that's yeah. a different guy. Yeah. Sorry. And, and Bushwacker.
0: Wa- is, is Whackmaster. somebody? <laughs> I hope
1: so. <laughs> uh He first appeared in Daredevil. Dirt Devil. <laughs> Daredevil. And then he fought Punisher and Wolverine at some point. Yeah. <laughs> According to the Wikipedias.
0: He seems like a bad person to fight Wolverine. Bushmaster.
1: And that's the name of a type of gun it is. manufacturer. So sure is. I'm surprised they didn't get sued. Which one? By Bushmaster. I Bushwhacker. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm confused now.
0: Whackmaster is also definitely <laughs> not the name of, of a gun.
1: Is also uh, the name of the worst rapper
0: ever. <laughs> Whackmaster Flash. Uh, and, and the Furious Five. All right, so we've got Wesley Dodds, the Sandman. It's good. Scrapper, the I like dog. It. Scrapper, the dog. Scrapper, the dog. Cherub, the angel. Uh, Silent night, deadly night. Killer Santa.
1: Can't go wrong.
0: <laughs> if you're looking for a killer Santa, there's not really a more classic killer Santa. Nay. Than that, maybe the Jack Davis Killer Santa from Tales from the Crypt. Ooh, yeah. Uh, outside of that, pretty good uh, Silver Surfer, Rebirth Legacy I'm probably going to get called on that by somebody Because I might not be Jack Davis Now that I think about it mm,
1: I mean, if it's EC, it's Jack Davis or Johnny Craig Right,
0: I think it might be Johnny <laughs> Craig But whatever uh, Okay.
1: Or Will Elder No, it's not I could just name other EC it artists definitely is not Joe it's, Orlando It's one of the two, it's not Joe Orlando
0: <laughs> 100% is not Joe Orlando uh, Silver Surfer, Rebirth Legacy Yeah. Number four And I would say that this was a surprise. I I don't want to say this is a surprise because the guy's a friend of mine, but uh, I was surprised at how good it was, to be honest. I was surprised by how good it was. Uh, I can say that. I know know Kelly definitely does not listen to this podcast. I actually
1: really liked the comic. It's but good. Skeeters, fucking awesome. Yeah, Skeeters was was one of the stronger books of the week and definitely one of the best one number one issues for like this
0: week. as far as a like
1: if not the best.
0: Like somebody doing a B movie riff about murderous animals. Skeeters is fucking cool. It's got so much like I mean, Kelly loves the gore. He's he's definitely a horror fan. And is that the one? Uh, God, you're you're gonna tell me that it's that I'm wrong, aren't you? It's Johnny Craig. Oh, is that, is that what I said?
1: No, you said Jack Davis. Fuck. Ah,
0: I got the wrong one. Okay, I well, I think that's I, Johnny Craig. I already got fucking checked on it. Apparently, it was not the one I thought. Anyway, Skeeters, uh, Kelly Thompson, uh, Kelly Thompson, Kelly Williams. Jesus Christ, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Kelly. Uh, <laughs> he is awesome. Uh, Tree Beardy on Instagram. If you want to follow him, he's he's awesome. Uh, His art is super fun. He did some stuff for Rad Wraith, which I really appreciated. And he he has done... I think he did a t-shirt for us or something else, too. But... uh, Well, Skeeter's was cool. It was a good, good, like, giant
1: monster kind of, like, thing that you'd be scared of. Like, kind of, like, just fun, like, the fly kind of.
0: also, like, even even when it's, like, not the giant monster version, when it's just the little ones, it's (laughs) disgusting. There's some really great... (laughs) there's... There's, like, some really classic 80s gross-out moments in this that are really, 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 really fun. Like, when people are getting, like, desiccated by having all of their (laughs) liquids sucked out of their bodies by insects. It's, like these gross little husks and there's all sorts of like gremlin pods all over the ground. And it's just, it's chock full of viscera and goo and gross stuff. And Kelly is definitely one of these guys. That's like the heavy metal kid that sits in the back of the classroom and draws like Eddie decapitating the teacher. Like he's just one of those dudes and it's great. And, uh, I love him to death. Awesome. 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 Yeah, It was really fun. Really fun. And also he, he also worked on, uh, on, uh stay the night as well. I I hooked Jackie up with him actually. So nice. that was cool that uh, that we managed to make that happen. And I'm I'm glad to see that he's got his own thing going. And this is super cool. Uh anyway, Sonic has a hedgehog. I don't know if you're hmm. familiar. Uh and Space Usagi.
1: Uh classic Space Usagi colored for the first time, colored in.
0: And the B cover of this might be Without question, I would say, is one of the top most adorable things <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it's not even there. Yeah, Do, is it the the one with all of the little rabbits in space? No, it's not oh, that's the chibi cover. No, it's that one. Look at that thing. Look at that fucking cover. I didn't even see it. Oh my god, this is the local Aww. comic shop day that's so late. But it's like it's this beautiful little like all of these little space bunnies coming down to, to visit Usagi hmm. and he's a sort of, I don't know a platonic ideal of an adorable it's, rabbit. It's
1: actually like a traditional Usagi drawing it's not a space Usagi, It's he's got his like robes and stuff
0: but if you see the the cover, it's also all of the little bunnies are coming from space. When in the real version, uh, the one in ten version is the colored version of that cover. Oh, cool! And it's just it's it's a great cover. It's really pretty. Nice. Yeah, it's a cool. It is it is dreamy and delightful. If you like adorable bunnies, you'll love that cover. Um, so, Speed Force number two.
1: I think this is a fun, uh, you know, just like f- kind of toss away DC super book.
0: I mean, it's got a lot of T-balls on it. It's fun.
1: I mean, Mr. Terrific is in the comics. So it does make sense that his T-balls are all over it.
0: <laughs> it's, You know, it, I guess it's no different from teabagging. It is
1: not. It's exactly the same, in fact. <laughs>
0: Mr. T and the T-Force. Did uh, you read the Spider-Gwen? I did read Spider-Gwen. Yeah, it was fun. I'm okay, so I'm on I'm on record saying that I hate music stories. Sure. And that is true. <laughs> I still do. I still found this annoying just for the fact that it's a music story, but that's my own this is my own baggage from years in the closest thing to the music industry that I'll ever come. Mm. And uh and so I have a lot of baggage attached to that. So I don't like these stories in general. But um this was fun it was yeah. done really well it's smart i like the inclusion of dazzler i like the fact that they yeah. go on tour with dazzler it makes I a think lot of sense
1: the inclusion of dazzler is what makes the comic fun yes. actually yeah, yeah. i would say and 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 that and the fact that like bringing gwen that version of spider gwen whatever back to like their yes. own yeah yeah universe you know and not having it be like uh oh look i've popped over into your reality like i, I think just that's kind of
0: super important burnt on
1: those kind of stories
0: and more than that i mean because you're literally like when you have spider gwen in the 616 you're basically taking away all of the cool things that you can do with the character Mm. you don't have all this baggage of 60 years of comics that you have to explain in these freaking things instead you get to expand on these things and you get to be like oh hey black widow You're a band manager in this reality. That's cool. I like that. Like, that's a fun idea. Oh, Frank Castle, you're the chief of police. That's interesting. I like it. You know, like, these are cool new ideas. Also, just like having
1: Spider-Gwen, like, in the main Marvel universe is just kind of mean to Spider-Man, too. If you think about it, it's like, oh you know, this person that you like mourned the death of for decades, like, or whatever story beat time for Marvel is, but like, it's like, Oh, you know, and in Marvel it's like less time since she's been dead. And then it's like, here she is just like hanging out. And Oh, also she's even cooler than she was (laughs) when you knew her, you know, just like, yes. uh, I also
0: like the fact that she's a drummer. I think that's, I do like that. She's the drummer. Like it's, I think it's such a, such a smart choice to be like, like it's, it's more it's more rock and roll like movie appropriate than her being the bass player which would be the thing that you would go to as a oh yeah as like a oh you know we can replace you at any moment sorry bass players i love you all Uh, betty brant is a much better bass player (laughs) (laughs) great but uh, like as as those things go i think it's cool that she's not that they're not uh, it's a much less mary sue moment i think Mm. i think if you had made her the singer and she played guitar i think it would be like uh too much yeah that's what i'd
1: say i do like the art enid balam the artist i just like
0: i like the idea that uh, i hate to say it
1: damico as the inker
0: But when you're when you're in the rhythm section, as much as you're like literally the most important part of the band, regardless of what anyone thinks, you are still replaceable, which is also interesting. And I think as a character thing for that, it's like you're replaceable. That's weird that you're like this incredibly important character in the Marvel Universe and Mm -hmm. also just like, "Eh, yeah, but in your band, there's like three people who could take your place at this show. (laughs) The (laughs) only
1: problem I have with the drumming aspect is that it bothers me. That nobody bothers to actually draw a drum set accurately, like, and it's like you could just not draw the parts that are hard to draw, and it would still be. But like drawing it, just like it's like a microphone stand with a <laughs> yeah, or like a micro, like literally this, the 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 symbol is just sitting on a microphone stand. It's like that's not how that works. <laughs> like if you're gonna draw it, draw it yeah, accurately. I if agree. you're gonna go the extra mile to like draw it, don't just draw something dumb like don't just make something up
0: yeah yeah no
1: i, I get it just draw a stick with a symbol at the end like mm-hmm. okay like that's fine like no one's really analyzing it that much except okay. for people who pay, play drums and they're yeah. just mad
0: they're just mad didn't do it right <laughs> like oh my god she would totally have those pearl quick release things for her symbols there's no way she'd be fussing with the those guitar little... does have six
1: strings though so okay. i will i Impressive. will give them credit for that good job
0: uh clearly not playing for the b52s um, oh, this drum set is just like it's so poorly drawn. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shadows of Starlight. Uh, the Star Wars comic book. Uh, it's got a spoiler alert. It's got a Wookiee Jedi. Um, We got hyperspace stories.
1: You know, is this the one with Lando on the cover? Yep. Yeah. Um. Actually, I like this artist a lot because I love that tag and bank. Uh, star. So I, I have a Absolutely. soft spot. This yeah, is yeah. like if I, if you're gonna draw a Star Star Wars comic in that style, that's the artist I want doing it. Yeah. Um. I thought this was actually pretty interesting because it's like a post Return of the Jedi. Like it's like after they have like Ben Solo is yeah. like a little baby in it. Um. But it's like. What's his name is in it like Lando is in it, but also um, the guy Nia that looks like a pile of the guy like, that looks
0: like a pile of flapjacks. Or at least there's
1: yeah, like there's a guy. I don't know if that guy died in the Star Wars movies. And I don't think this so. Yeah, no, he dies in the the later ones.
0: Does oh, num? Yeah, the, like the, I remember his death. The so it modern must have been, ones. Yeah, I think so. Must oh, be gross. Maybe
1: not. Stupid idiots quit making yeah that guy's cool i like him anyway it was a fun star wars comic which is as far as i'm concerned that's what you know the high watermark is was it fun and in this case yes it was
0: yeah and i think in this uh, i agree uh i can't remember who i was talking to about this but at some point there was some conversation about why so oh it was eh, doesn't matter but uh this this is why dark horse has star wars yeah like Marvel is not going to do this. They're going to continue to do movie-type stories. Yeah, they're going to be have... obsessed
1: with canon and things like exactly. that. And it's like you're and not going to gonna be... just do a fun story that could fit.
0: And it's not going to be done in a in a visual style that's like this. Marvel got obsessed with house style for all of these things, and so they're just forcing artists mm-hmm. who otherwise would do something cool or interesting like these books into doing things in a more house style so that Mark Hamill always looks eg- like yeah. your Luke Skywalker always looks exactly like Mark now, Hamill.
1: Gr- granted, the guy draws Mar- like you can tell it's Luke Skywalker. Of course. Like he's not, it's just, he has but a different has type, a, type of style, but yeah. he
0: himself is drawing in a cartoon style. That is yeah. interesting. Uh, Superman, He's still lost nine issues into this thing. I don't know what it's the fuck is issue. wrong with him. He's
1: actually not lost in it. It's just it's about his time being lost and sure his time, he's time returning. Sure, not emotionally lost. I I think he is. But uh, the only thing that really bugged me about um sorry I'm too far from the mic. But the thing that bugged me about this is that Dan Juergens is like does like half the art in it, and it's like it's not that I don't like Dan Jurgens, but it like it the juxtaposition of the styles like I I didn't like that like it took me out of the story in a way that i was i mean i guess you got to do what you got to do but i was like the eh. didn't uh, work for me
0: well what about the enfield gang massacre
1: i love it also it's on newsprint so even if i didn't love it i'd still be tempted
0: guess who's back in immortal thor it's everybody's favorite the Thorcore. yeah Thorcore. Thorcore. uh not just a style of music anymore man that is a lot of color on that cover yeah uh world's finest titans this is a fun series it's it's been a delight i wish that there was more stuff like this yeah the only thing i I wish there was an entire line of dc comics that was like here this is the fun line of comics where we do fun stuff and the other stuff will be bogged down with emotional drama
1: i will say they they like came up with like an evil teen titans team for them to fight and they're kind of lame is really my only like they're kind of lame there's like an ant guy i'm just like why (laughs) i don't know you could have chosen any other teen villain from that time period anyway whatever
0: yeah that's fine listen we've got uh titans beast world This is just... uh... This is how you do a crossover. Yes. Absolutely. Like,
1: it's good. Very enjoyable. The first issue was, like, really cool. I mean, obviously, like, there's, like, shit where it's, like, you know how they're going to, like, get out of the trap that they've written themselves into pretty easily. But, like, this is, like, this is a Crisis on Infinite Earths quality crossover. It's very good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Oh. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Two issues in into it. I definitely will say that there are a couple of moments where I'm just like there's a there's a conceit to this comic that I wish they would have addressed. Maybe they did and I missed it, but they're like, "Look out, there's spores everywhere. We can't risk anyone as soon as you breathe them, blah blah blah." Guys, we just got over a fucking pandemic. I got a crazy idea. Put on a goddamn mask. Yeah. Then Starfire won't breathe in the fucking I mean, scores. I think the,
1: the whole deal is within the series is it is addressed, not like, over-the-top, but it is addressed in that, like, They're this whole all thing is hap- anti No, it's, all, like, all happening in the space of, like, a couple minutes.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, so in the first issue, there's basically this thing where there's this Starro... So, they they, they they basically, they do a take on Starro, mm-hmm. where they introduce that there's a, the Necro Star, which is, like, a, a version of Starro that's from Tamaran, which is where Starfire's from, and... S- J- Starro is like an antibody that fights this thing and that's how they defeated it the first time and then they imprisoned it. And then this guy that's been floating around the Titan series is like actually from Tamaron and he like unleashes the Necrostar. So in order to they need a Starro in order to beat it, so Beast Boy is like, I'm gonna become Starro. And he does and he beats it. Nice. That happens in the first issue. But and we're then, set up to
0: know that he can do this that he can that he that can, can split himself, himself into tiny pieces from this one from this story, one story. He, but like you know they did, yeah, did no, well, they regardless did of whether it's out of left
1: field they did do their their yeah so then what happens at the end of the first issue which is the last like two weeks ago or the last week or whatever is that for whatever reason Amanda Waller sends this like weird version of Dr. Fate to like kill Starro who's called Garo because it's Gar yes. the Beast Boy and uh, and so basically, he like murders his brain, and he dies. Like he legitimately dies. Like there's a there's a clear out. They've written yes. into the story, but like, um, but I would rather have them do a death like that than just like have it be like it's it real, must, yeah, and yeah. then like no, just I agree. you know what, like Moon Knight or whatever. But like, um, so then. He basically just becomes this Starro, but he's like a Beast Boy version of Starro. And then he sends out the spores that turn people into animals, and that's what's happening. And this whole deal, the first two issues, it's like, boom, boom, it just oh, okay. happens. Why Amanda Waller would do this in the first place is really the only problem I have in the, with the whole deal. Because it's just like, she's not a villain. like They have... just decided she was, and so she... But like even as a villain, her motivation for doing this whole thing makes... Absolutely no sense. I'd but basically
0: whatever. one i'd I'd go one better for you on Amanda Waller. Why does she do anything that she's done in the last five years? Yeah. every single time Amanda Waller comes out, she is a Deus ex machina for nonsense. Yeah. they're just like, okay uh we want to we want to make sure that superman accidentally cracks the planet in half okay uh i'm gonna send a tiny person into superman's brain and i'm gonna pull out a neuron why i don't know i felt like it today (laughs) yeah
1: that's the thing is like she's somehow has decided that she needs to end superheroes so she gets a bunch of supervillains. like that in itself is like if you want to you know it just like doesn't Makes sense but then also like oh i'm gonna but although that said in this issue they do have like a thing where she's just like well this is definitely not what i wanted to have happen (laughs) so at least there's that but you know whatever anyway (laughs) i I do think it's good it it reads very much like crisis red as a as a reader of crisis like and where like something like um death knights or whatever like whatever that scott snyder one that was just like over the top just like nonsense like and didn't pretend to not be nonsense like that's fine and fun if that's what you're into but it's like it's just an excuse whereas this is like actually telling a story and and coming up with like certain things that like are actually
0: and if you want and you know what here's a segue for you if you wanted nonsense out of this story then you could also read Eastworld <laughs> Tour Gotham, there's which is full of fucking nonsense. And I oh love it. My it's great. God. It's the, really fun. There
1: nonsense. is a really, really, really fun story with uh, Cat Huntress yes. that is just like it does not take itself seriously no. at all and it is fucking hilarious. And Harley
0: Quinn's a giant bunny.
1: Giant yeah, that in itself, that's also another there's actually mm-hmm. this was good. the last the the ones from last week I didn't like very much. Um, the two tie-ins that came out last yeah. week, but these two uh, or this one, I thought was actually really fun.
0: Furries, get the fuck on this thing! Jesus also, Christ. I do really like that he's Batman
1: when he became when Batman becomes a beast, he doesn't become a bat, he becomes a dog. Yes, I think it's pretty funny. <laughs>
0: oh, poor guy! I mean, I guess technically it's like a, a wolf, but he's
1: like thinking yeah, yeah. dog thoughts. He's like, "My master is Gotham," like kind of shit like that. Pretty funny.
0: He's pretty silly. Uh, okay, so we got under heist the new book from david lapham yeah no
1: it's fine it's more supernatural than i was i was expecting like a crime story and it is a crime heist story but it's also got this like weird demonic possession thing it's got a culty
0: thing we don't know if there's really anything to it yet that's a good point we don't know if it actually works like it's like well he's got a scar on his back
1: that changes as things happen like oh i
0: guess that's true so I guess there is there, there does is a seem to be possibly
1: a supernatural element.
0: And I will also say that this I found this harder to read than the average David Lapham comic.
1: Yeah, it was a little hard to access, it but felt,
0: it felt like it, it's I mean, it was difficult for me sitting here, like doing this quickly. I think if you give this a uh, the read that it deserved, I don't think it's. Yeah, be
1: like that. one of these days I'm going to do the podcast backwards, like I'm going to read for the podcast backwards, because the problem that happens for me is that yeah. like when I get to you, I'm. I'm so burnt from like yeah, going through exactly. like fifty comics that like just, I'm not gonna give something yeah. that's U or T or W yep. the amount of attention that it no. probably
0: deserves. That's true. That's why you didn't give Vampirella Rage Dracula.
1: That's correct. That's 100% That's why. That's the only reason. It's the same reason the why reason I didn't, you didn't read give this. Waller
0: versus Wildstorm, the read that you deserve. It's the same reason or I didn't give this. White Widow or Wimmy Waggle. No, Witcher is a
1: different Witcher. reason. It's because it's a tie-in to something I've never seen.
0: Fair. Or Dark I did read X-Men. Dark
1: X-Men. I wanted to see how it ended.
0: I like Dark X-Men. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and actually, I like X-Men Red.
1: I didn't care about the X-Men
0: Red. I think X-Men Red's fun. Um But, uh, and also, and finishing it out today, we've got Zawa, Zawa. the belly of the beast. This is your mall goth content of the programming. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's, I mean. Art's it, fun. Yeah, if you are into this type of thing, it is definitely, it falls into that kind of like, I don't know it's I, I can't think of anything else to call it other than malgoth cuz it really yeah. it's got that like uh like tim burtony kind of you know like jonan vasquezy yeah kinda, it's it's definitely you know? like
1: somebody who, who grew Durgy. up reading that stuff yeah yeah that's what it that feels like to me
0: and it's good but i mean yeah it's like Scotty young or any of those guys it's yeah. it's it's just good stuff uh and uh, i heard the first issue sold out it did yeah yeah it sold very well yeah so it's it's a good audience book. for it yeah yeah nice and it, it is well written and and the art is it's not just that the art is good it's that the storytelling is good too so so yeah uh yeah. i like it uh there's a bunch of trades out this week too but you know we're already going long so
1: yeah i'll do video on the instagram and i'll Perfect. try to spotlight a few of those trades
0: Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening. Follow us at I'm um Actually Comics. Follow us at Coast City and buy stuff from CoastCityComics.com. Helps us keep making these things. Uh, helps me afford to buy better lighting so that this thing won't look bad in the future. Uh, <laughs> at some point, this thing, you know, I will eventually get this to the point where it actually looks like something. I hope. Fingers crossed. Um, and that's about it. But, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: and soon you can go viral. Like other comic shop owners for for, for saying for your hot takes.
0: Oh, I can't wait to have some hot takes.
1: Yeah, your hot takes will go viral.
0: No. You have to complain
1: about woke comics, though. So get ready.
0: I hate I comics. You got to hate the woke comics
1: and the, the you know, anyway, sorry.
0: Oh God, oh, I, I can't I no. can't even. What joke you gotta about do is just anymore. actually
1: like say something that's like meaningful, but then it could be taken out of context, and then have someone take it out of context, and then totally crucify you on. You mean
0: literally the reason that I stopped doing <laughs> anything with uh with Twitter, <laughs> yeah, and literally will not talk about anything on any platform ever again. Yeah, I'm just smart. like any of my personal opinions. You just let me say all the hot takes. I, I pretty much can leave any worldly personal opinions out of yeah. any of this stuff the problem like, with
1: me is that my my takes aren't like cancelable really no, for the my, most part my takes although aren't, i shouldn't say that out loud maybe right, there is exactly some, maybe yeah, there is tempting fate
0: i mean yeah my takes are not all that hot i, no. I think some just like comics yeah i like it when <laughs> comics are good uh and i understand that some comics aren't for me and uh and i like that i i'm in the minority of comic shop owners who like the idea that comics are for everybody sorry yeah. everybody i
1: know right sorry
0: everybody who wanted to i mean keep it you're <laughs> keep in the minority
1: the- of business owners who for some reason actually donny cates actually who I, I don't always have the best things to say about had a really good hot take about uh or a response to like one of these hot take things where he was like uh I, i'm gonna paraphrase it but he was like uh don't you love it when you go into the hardware store and the guy working at the hardware store tells you about how much hammers suck <laughs> 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 I, was, I thought that was really good because it's like that doesn't happen yes, outside of so comics like comics like some comic shop owner is gonna be like yeah comics suck now like you sell comics like they're good like come on it's so funny it's yeah, not yeah. really uh no i i mean it's uh,
0: but it is it's funny though because it's it's less like uh, i think that is that's a little bit of an exaggeration because i don't think i don't think it is really the comic shop owners a lot of times it is people who come in who haven't read comics in 40 years i i do see a fair
1: amount of comic book shop owners who like to talk about how bad comics suck and i do think that it is fucking dumb even if that's what you think you shouldn't say it to people who are coming into your store to buy
0: comics. I think the industry sucks though. So maybe yeah. maybe that's a hot take. I, mean, I think the I think the industry think that, that's the, the corporatized lot. industry has is ruining people's lives in a lot of ways and is not doing justice to creators or anything else. But. That's why you got to embrace the shadow economy. Yes, exactly. That's why we only sell anarchist comics. And pot. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's legal oh, now. Right. No. So crack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of this. Yeah, uh, enough sorry. of this trying to get canceled. It's um, yeah, defeat. Uh, feet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> www.cocitycomics.com If you want to purchase things to help us, help yeah. us to uh, buy lights. Um, I wish I could. I wish I cared enough to have a Patreon, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's, <laughs> it's too much work to make 25 cents uh, here and there for nothing. I'm uh, making a comic. Nice. Do more. I'm going to. Okay. I'll, I'll share progress excellent I love it all right that is it for tonight and we will see you next week thank you so much bye goodbye, goodbye.